What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined, as always, by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jag. And we are your health advocates extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. The Black Health Academy is an online platform dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases we see in our community. Uh, I created the platform to help us get more empowered to take back our health, whether that be from a nutritional standpoint, a mindset standpoint, physical standpoint, chronic disease management and reversal. It's extremely important that you are in the driver's seat of your own health. Jay, I was, um, we were recently doing a um, new member orientation. Mm-hmm. And so before I hopped online, I was reviewing the survey that we have everyone take before they or when they enroll into the academy. And based on the questions we asked and the way our members have responded, it's mm-hmm. showing that over 70 percent of our members, number one uh, cause for concern in their health is obesity mm-hmm. or excess weight on their bodies. And so I was thinking recently kind of about how me and you have tossed this idea back and forth several times in the past about this whole curvy movement, thick women, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to be too skinny type type of ideology. Right. And I wanted to know why does oftentimes the words conflict with the behavior, right? Right. So what I told you was, your mouth says thick is in, but your selfie say something different, right? Absolutely. And so what's, if you were to think about, I mean, just before we even get into the topic, but real quick, when you, when you think about someone who takes a selfie, who may be ashamed or self-conscious about their body, what do you expect to see? Angled from the top going down mm-hmm. and cut off around the shoulder area. Right. Primarily. Absolutely. And that's usually, I think it's even an go- ongoing joke that that must be a big girl because they're not showing mm-hmm. or she's not showing her entire body. Right. Right. Okay. So we're going to get into it today. I want to get your take on it and kind of what you think this curvy girl movement, what impact is having on the culture um, for me, what impact is it having on our health and long time, long term? And is it really true? But before we do that, wait, what? what? <laughs> wait, what is our segment where, where we identify something we either saw, heard or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? OK, so it's Black History Month. We all know that. So at my job, they are we have a thing called an ambassador uh, team, which does like fun things and decorates for Valentine and all and Valentine's Day and all these different things. So I see um, all these different notes or not notes, but flyers pretty much on the doors, on the walls and, and different places saying, um, and I, in honor of Black History Month, we're going to have a soul food potluck. Huh? I was livid. I was livid. I was so mad. And and my level of anger was met with so much <laughs> astonishment. <laughs> I literally w- to, went to the first person that I could just, you know, rant to. And she was in the ambassador group. I was like, 
y'all doing it? Because I heard they were doing a soul food potluck. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't seen the sign yet saying it was in honor of Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So when I seen that, because she was like, you know, we're doing a soul food potluck. You know, bring some of your cashew macaroni and cheese. And I was like, no, I don't do, I no longer do, um, I don't participate in potlucks here. Mm -hmm. Because no one brings anything for me. It's just me bringing my one dish to the, mm -hmm. you know, the potluck. So no, I, so I had heard of it already. But then I seen it. Was, so I went to her and I, and I said, who, who thought of this? Who thought of this uh, in honor of Black History Month soul food? Mm -hmm. She said, what's the problem? What, you know, what's going on? What, what's wrong with that? Everything is wrong with that. Everything. And let me tell you why. I said soul food single-handedly is responsible for a lot of our problems that we are facing today. And on top of that, the reason we even have soul food in our diet was to compensate for all the, the crap that they gave us that we tried to make taste good. I was like, and furthermore, that's not our food. I was like, if you trace your heritage and your lineage, lineage back to where we're from, mm. it's not too soul food. I was like, we eat, when you go and you look at people that's from, you know, Nigeria or Kenya or wherever, they have, they're in shape. Their body fat is low. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're not overweight they're not obese for the most part we eat from the earth even if it is meat it's not deep fried with batter and with pork chops with gravy covering them and, and macaroni and cheese and uh, I said no that's not our food mm -hmm. I was like you know we have different things and I was just explaining to them like if they were really to want to heal us completely they would have to go back to where each of us are from individually mm -hmm. and, and see what our ancestor, ancestors ate from where we're from mm -hmm. and then implement those things in our diet because that's what our bodies are lacking a lot of the time is our original food. She was like, I get it. <laughs> Irritated me even worse because that's the one I told you about who doesn't eat pork. And every time I talk about vegan and some of the struggles with trying to blend in with people, mm. I get it because it's hard enough to get them not to even bring too much pork. To no, it's not. For the most, mostly they just bring chicken. I was like, it's not, it's in no way comparison. However, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't agree with this at all. I was like, I don't agree with this. This is just disrespectful. Mm -hmm. She was like, don't even say nothing. Don't even, don't make a big that was deal the outcome. of it. That's yep. what I'm waiting on the outcome. Nothing. Oh, she was like, don't make a big deal out of mm -hmm. it. Don't say anything. Business as usual. Business as usual. She told you to keep it shut. Keep it shut. Keep it shut. She's black. She's black. Yeah. She's black. I ended up being so angry. Though. I ended up having a crowd around me ranting. Because this one girl, she's kind of woke, I guess, if you can call it that, or mm -hmm. conscious of. She was like, I'm going to be honest. Tell me what's the problem. And I told her. And she was like, hmm. Now that you think. Now that right. Raise the it, eyebrow about it. You're right. Absolutely. She was like, I never would have thought about it like that. I'm like, yeah, it, it's absolutely insane to imply that this food mm -hmm. that is pretty much the demise of so many parents and it's grandparents. In celebration of our black history. It's in celebration. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I was so mad, but yeah, that was my weight. What I couldn't, I absolutely cannot believe it. Like, wow, okay. Uh, if y'all say so, the biggest weight, what for me, because it's her settling, settling me down. Absolutely, it's the stifling of you mm -hmm. because we know people's level of ignorance when it comes to this, right? I mean, right. you just you you oftentimes 
I'm still shocked by the food we eat in black churches or the food we eat at somebody's repast who died of a type 2 diabetes or heart disease. And we're literally piling up the creamy dressings, macaroni and cheese. So, like, the same way people don't make that connection, I get why they didn't make that connection. But the more appalling part, again, is somebody pulling their coattails and being like, hey, you don't see how this is kind of messed up? And somebody, and, and, and then them agreeing, yeah, mm, yeah that, I guess you do got a point, but. It's all good. It's all good. It ain't that deep. Business as usual. It's going to taste good for everybody and they're going to like it. So oh, they're going to love move, it. Let's move on. They're going to love it. So that's the, that's the way what for me is just like, you, because we assume knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And we assume, like everybody likes to say, once you know better, you do better. Yes. And everyone else that I told, for the most part, were like agreeing with her. Not knowing what she said, but said the same thing. Like, yeah, don't don't ruffle any feathers. You know, don't rock the boat. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, but it ain't. But it's not. It, it's not fine. And you're absolutely right. Like, these are the exact same things that we're dying from. It was introduced to us. And, of course, we've adopted it as culture. And we perpetuate it with behavior mm-hmm. every single day, no doubt. And then, not only that, <laughs> again, we're fully aware. I can't have this all. This for the holidays. Now, I know this is not good for me. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do with that information? You know, every time I speak, somebody, and now I call it addiction language, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's our addiction language that we say to defend our addictions and our quote-unquote bad behavior? Number one, we all got to die something. Number two, everybody needs advice. Right. Number three, everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. Number four, balance. I can go on Mm -hmm. with all the excuses that people give me on why it's okay that they continue to engage in this behavior. I don't care if it's smoking, drinking, eating garbage. You know what? And not only will people do it for themselves, they'll do it for you. So I just went to brunch today and, you know, I'm doing the whole month of February of no drinking. And I decided to in honor of my mother to her birthday is March 7th. To take it to March 8th. So it's going to be a month and a week. Okay. So at brunch, they all ordered mimosas. And I'm like, you know, I'm just cool here with the the lemon water joint. You know, I'm not going to. No. And then what they hit you with? What about just one day? I said, no, that will break the whole entire chain. You know, it will break my month or whatever. And so the other girl asked me, she was like, well, you think you're addicted to alcohol? I said, no. And I began, I was about to explain. She was like, well, then you can do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody started laughing and I didn't bother to explain mm-hmm. that is way deeper than that. But I'm going to explain right now mm-hmm. because you have to flex your disciplined muscle. Period. It's not about addiction. First of all, it, it could be about addiction because mm-hmm. how would you know if you don't challenge yourself? I, it's about moments like those when they were drinking mimosas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's to flex that saying no to myself because I'm sitting there wishing I had, a, I'm talking about almost drooling over their mimosas. Mm-hmm. But that's the time where I have to teach myself to be, it's not about addiction. It's just about when the opportunity to not be disciplined presents itself, to not be strong presents itself. Absolutely. Can you rise above 
the opportunity and stay on that side That's for it. your goals, whatever they are. Uh, but I didn't bother to, because I'm like, I'm not about to take over with this whole speech and spiel over brunch. I'm just going to let you have this moment. But just for anyone listening, you know, challenges are really good because you never know how weak you really are until you say, okay, I absolutely firmly will not do this. I absolutely, and then what? And, it, and, and it's always surprising to me how people stay on track when it's easy. Like we know that part. Right. The whole name of the thing is challenge. Right. And, and, and so when I give an assignment or a challenge to a client, like, whoa, 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 my birthday fall within that time. Exactly. Whoa, 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 my anniversary falls within that time. I'm going to be on vacation or this weekend or this holiday falls within this time. That's exactly my point. And that also gives you an opportunity to experience something differently. Like you and I have an engagement at the end of the month. And we already paid for VIP tickets that includes drinks. Mm -hmm. And I'm already in my head like, oh, okay, if Lisa wants my drinks or my wine, she can have them mm -hmm. because I'm not drinking. Or I'm going to give it to someone who's walking by. I'm already in my head like, I would love to drink at this. I paid for this. But this is falling during this month where I'm not drinking. Therefore, I'm, that, just, I'm just not drinking. And it's not even a second guess in your mind. None. Zero. Period. Period. And, and the reasons we do it for, too, like, people don't, you know, we take it to that next level. Like, you know, I'm having a dry march. Yeah. Right? And so I'm having a dry march because I have about 13 speaking engagements booked for the month of March. And I know what sugar does to your brain and your memory. And, you know, although I don't really do liquor, I do wine. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to drink. Why? Because I'm setting myself up for success so I can knock every one of these out the park. And, and you telling me, oh, you know, it's just this one time or it's not that big a deal. You get back on track is really dishonoring. You know what I'm saying? Right. What I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to offer. Like, don't minimize yeah. one drink. Don't minimize. That's yeah. big to me. That's big. That's huge. That's basically really, I don't know if the word is validating, that you can't do it. That you you can't push through this temptation mm -hmm. and I know how I know how I am with challenges I will feel horrible I would have felt horrible no doubt. if I did with a for a drink no that's because I don't know if the, in, in if in this case it's called your moral compass but whatever that compass is yeah. like for you it's just too yeah for us it's just it, like I can't push my, my compass doesn't go that far I, I can't be that forgiving when I let myself yeah. down like that. But the issue is most of us have become quite accustomed to letting ourselves down and it becomes easier every time, right? Mm -hmm. So every time we fail, every time we let ourselves off the hook, every time we don't do something that we say we're going to do, every time we don't honor a commitment, that next time becomes easier to do it. And then we, like your friends did, decide that it should be easy for everybody else or we don't allow them to be committed yeah. to their commitments because right. we but again projection mm -hmm. you know it's it, it, it and mm -hmm. it it actually disappoint me and then and I am so happy that you know we're self-aware enough to even we force it's so crazy how much we respect each other's Challenges and commitment right. and discipline and other people's. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I knew you was coming over to record the podcast. And I ironically haven't had a drink in February. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's kind of like, you know, how... Subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the same thing with Tosh. She's like, I haven't had a drink in since February either. And it may be subconsciously like, 
on your mind because it's been out there. Like I yeah. said it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I'm like, should I just go through for two months? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and because the last time I had a drink was the last day of January. Me too. That's so funny. That's crazy. Yeah. And so I'm just like, dang, that's so, that's so, that's so deep. But I knew when we were recording tonight, I'm like, I text you like, we need some good tea, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm like, let me make sure we got our good tea or whatever. And I, cause I already knew I'm like, I know she ain't drinking. And it wasn't even, it, it was, it, I, I would never in my wildest dreams ask you or ever, think, ever, ever, ever. And you know what's funny about the challenge is that January 31st is Lobie's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we all went out and I just kept watching my drink, watching the clock. Yeah. Like at 11.59, it's a wrap. Yeah, ain't no one like, in the morning. It's not even no, it's you know, when they like, it's when the clock strikes. strikes and February I st- it was still like, people had bought bottles and I was like, yeah, that's a wrap. Like I can't even finish. My challenge starts at this minute. At this minute. And if it goes over, I'm going to not like it. Now, people so. would say we we uh, team too much. <laughs> what did you say about that? See, cause we're just we are team too much for them. Okay, I'm team want to do more for my health because just like someone said, yeah, you look at me and I look fine, and I and I can run up the steps and I can climb a mountain and I can do what I want, but I'm not doing it for me today. Mm-hmm. There's a 60 year old, 80 year old, 100 year old me that needs me to stay focused. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to be playing around. Nope. If I want to be the type of person and have the type of health that I imagine that I'm going to have, no doubt. So no, I'm not team too much. I'm like team. What else can I do? Yeah, because I'm not doing this for the today me. Yeah, t- today me is good. Yeah, yeah. She done, she done trained up. But what's funny is the only reason she good is because when I worked out two years ago, I was doing it for her today. Can listen, you? Are, I, come yeah. on now, girl. Come on. Let me. <laughs> it must be this tea. What, what kind we got? Yeah, you shout out to you, the Harney, Harney and Sons. You all uh, love me today, with African the... Autumn. But that's that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like you think I'm good today because I'm. You think I'm just riding on luck? No. Yeah, I literally like twenty five year old me was getting ready for thirty five year old me, and now thirty five year old me is getting ready yeah. for fit. Like, yeah. stop acting like what you see in front of you is all there is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's so it's so interesting. I was training a, a woman this morning who's in her seventies, and she's like, "You gotta take it easy on me." I ain't never worked out. I said, "Wait, what? That should have been my wait, what?" I said, <laughs> yeah. "Girl, you talking about pearl clutching? Uh, uh, whatever do you mean?" Yeah, I ain't never. I just started this year, 2019. I ain't never worked out. So you got to be, I'm not used to none of this. I said, wow. Wow. Shout out to her for starting. Uh, That's you know, what starting. I said. I said, I'm so proud of you for starting. Right. It's never too late to never. make a good decision. Never. Never. You can be in a relationship for 15 years and decide to leave. Yeah. It's never too late to make a good decision. And, and just to speak to the people who think moderation moderation like that's why i love to keep reading and keep watching documentaries and because i just read an article and i already knew this but how every single thing we eat is either either overhauling the damage that the environment the stress and all of that has done all the time all your body is doing is either trying to regenerate the good cells or you're killing them with your diet and mm-hmm. with your thoughts. It, it, there's no in between. There is. Mm-hmm. It is so black and white to me. Mm-hmm. It is so black and white. Mm-hmm. And that might be team too much. Is that team too much? What that everything we eat does one of thinking that way. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I don't think it is. Like you said, for some people, for some people who think it's not that big of a deal, um, it, 
everybody, I want to die happy, right? Because, you know, so so people assume us choosing not to drink or choosing not to eat certain things, choosing to eliminate all meat and all dairy. People think that's torture. People think that we don't enjoy our food, that is nasty, that we suffer. And they say, you know, I'd rather die happy if I'm going to die. And I'm like, what makes you think I'm not? I'm dying happy and fit. (laughs) Team too much. You feel me? And, you know, I saw a commercial today, even though I'm sure the numbers are skewed because black people have a lower life expectancy. But I saw a commercial today that said the average um, number of years that people are in retirement is 18. Mm -hmm. Right. So basically you live on an average of 18 years past the day you retire. And I'm I'm sure that's much lower for African-Americans simply because of the wealth disparities and then also because of the health disparities so uh, you know a black person might want to retire at 65 but can't afford to got to work another 10 years then only live another five to seven after that just because blah 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 right but i ain't about to get angry about that right now and that's neither here nor there or depressed Uh, or (laughs) depressed but let's say you do have an average of 18 years in retirement you know like so you're not working you're not even getting that little bit of movement that you used to get so let's just play on their numbers, right? The others' numbers. 18, that's a long time, mm-hmm. right, to have a lot of life to live, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, just back to the point you were making about I'm not doing it for me today. I want everybody listening to understand that you have to future cast for your health the same way you do for your finances, right? The same way you do for your experiences you expect to have in life. You want to travel the world. You want to see this. You want to live in these different places. How are you managing to save for retirement or get your money in order or whatever, but you're not doing the same thing with your health? The audacity of planning for your future in every other way except physically. It. You know what? I know why people think that, though, because I've been told multiple times. My, uh, my daddy didn't eat like that. My grandfather didn't eat like that. And I try to tell them, sweetheart, we live in different times. When did uh, processed food even get introduced? Was that the 1980s or the 70s? 1940s. World War II was when it first started. I'm talking about the low fat and the, um, the, like the, like the heavy, right? The heavily processed, uh, high fructose corn syrup type. Oh yeah. That was later. Uh, high fructose corn syrup. Not the prepackaged, Food. I'm saying right. like prepackaged food came about in 1940 around World War II, 1942, I think. But high fructose corn syrup and was low, low fat was with, discovered with, by this Japanese man, and I think it was in the 70s. Okay, I'm, I, I, but don't quote me. However, it wasn't that our grand grandparents and even our parents did not experience they they're not they didn't experience the same thing we did with eating ramen noodles and. Eating all these, uh, what is that diet thing called? Uh, lean cuisine. Oh, yeah. All yeah. these different things. Yeah. So you can't compare. Okay, yeah, they may have never exercised. Right. They may have even smoked. But the processed but, food alone. But the processed food alone. Even if he did take a shot of whiskey and eat bacon every morning, like y'all say. Yeah, it's different. He was still eating whole food, it's, low key, still eating, number one. Exactly. So it don't try to compare it to your your father, your grandfather, your grandmother. It's Y'all are in right. two different your, worlds. Yeah, your childhood, 
um, or even your current life right now might be made up of Hot Pockets and pizza rolls. Right. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Hot Pockets yeah. and Tortino or whatever yeah. that's called. Yeah. Ramen noodles. Like you said, um, a bunch of... Hot dogs. I'm sure that's been around, but Lunchable. not compounded with the rest of the stuff. Absolutely. And so that's, that's, the, that's the key because remember, we said, you know, a couple of episodes ago about the most critical eating period in your life is ages mm-hmm. one to seven, mm-hmm. right? And so if your household was plagued with the burdens that many young black households are plagued with, you know, limited financial resources, um, parents who are low on time, you know, to even, and attention to put towards things like health while we're trying to keep the lights on and things like that, you know, food needed to be quick and convenient. Mm-hmm. And as it most of the time, it still needs to be today, right? That's what everyone always asks for. Lisa, what's the quickest way? What's the most convenient way for me to eat healthy, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we all want to know. Nobody yeah. wants to hear, you know, get this recipe and cook, go to the grocery store every couple of days and make your food. We want to know what's the most quickest and convenient way to do as best as we can. And so a lot of us during that critical period of ages one to seven had, um, was was consuming the, these Lunchables and these uh, Capri Suns and these juice. I was. I was too. You know what I mean? I re, I just think Pizza Rolls was my ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Hot Pockets, you know, Stouffer's, whatever they did, the, from the lasagna to the macaroni and cheese, right? So, uh, man, and then, oh, man, fast food places. They so cold with it, Jay. Remember? Fours. Oh, no, forget that. We're going to freeze it and let you buy it at the store. Now you can get frozen oh, White yeah. Castle burgers. Yeah. You can get frozen Rally Fry. They said, oh, y'all, okay, well, we'll just freeze it for you and put it in the freezer. We're going to get this money, though. And and we're going to make you feel good about it. You got it from a grocery store. Don't even worry oh, about no it. Oh, no doubt. Slightly home cooked, if no, you want to call no it No doubt. Yeah. Olive Garden said you can make these bitches from scratch. We're going to put them right in a box for you with the mix, right? So all the things that you enjoy that maybe used to have been... Uh, a treat or special because you can afford it all the time. They said, don't even worry about that. We're going to put a little ice on it. <laughs> We're going to throw a little ice on there. Don't trip. And you, yeah, take it home with you. I said, wow, they killing the game. Yeah. Killing the game, That's right? That's the only thing they're killing, but anyway. <laughs> Listen, ding, ding, ding. That was good. You okay. good. You said, <laughs> you that ain't going over, <laughs> go over your head. That ain't going over your head. That ain't going over the head. <laughs> but, I mean, it's really an epidemic, you know, and it, it, it's, in, in my opinion, you know, the food industry, it's a war zone. Mm-hmm. It, it truly, mm-hmm. honestly, is because... Genocide, just like you said. Oh, no Dr. doubt. Herman. No doubt genocide because I empathize with people because I, I, I don't I don't want to minimize the struggle to try and eat right because it's too easy to eat bad. Mm-hmm. It's just too easy. Way too easy. Way too easy. But we have to talk about it. We have to bring your attention to it. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, you're the final decision maker in the choices you make. So I don't care how much they offer, mm-hmm. how much they're willing to deliver it to your doorstep now. Mm-hmm. You still are in control of the decisions you make. And you have to take responsibility for that waistline. Absolutely. Speaking of waistline. Let's get it. Let's talk about what's the title now? Listen, your mouth say thick is in, but your selfies are telling a different story. Okay. And this is something that you can't miss it. If you are a part of social media at all, if you are on Instagram, if you are on Facebook, if you are on Snatch, any any of the things where you're dealing with the public and their opinions mm-hmm. on a constant basis, mm-hmm. you know that this has been promoted and glorified. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many different things where 
get you a, a, a curvy girl, uh, get you, um, you know, a thick girl. Um, a man doesn't want meat, dog, uh, bones. They want meat on their, a dog, you know the saying. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's been so many things like that. Yet, yet, mm -hmm. you refuse to glorify, promote, and show your own body. Mm -hmm. It's always from the neck up. Mm -hmm. It's always from, I, I know a person that I'm personally friends with mm -hmm. who won't show their, I mean, I, you can go through a hundred selfies. You will not see a body picture unless someone's tagged them in it. Mm. And, 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 that, and we all know what that means. But that person still promotes fake and sexy and all that also at the yes. same time. Yes, yes, yes. Shows pictures of models who are considered um, plus size. Mm -hmm. and, and what I'm trying to say is I think it's one of those things, fake it till you make it. Like if I keep saying that mm -hmm. I like my body, I like my curves, I like my size. It, embrace it world and maybe and it's almost like maybe one day I'll follow suit because the reason mm. why I think that it's not real is because I know some of these people through only through social media and one minute it'll be promoting this curvy girl and then the next minute it'll be like trying to lose weight and I'm like well which one is it mm -hmm. which well, one is well, it well can it not be simultaneously can it can they not coexist can they not embrace their curves while they have them and still be trying to lose weight? Okay, let me just be clear. Most of the people who say curvy and this and this and that, it, they're not looking like the people that they're posting. Okay. It's not considered curves. It's considered um, a BMI over a certain amount. It's just pockets of fat. Fat here, fat there. These, me, personally, I don't consider that curves. Okay. What I consider curves is, you know, you have minimal... Uh, belly fat. Mm -hmm. Now, if you if it's in your hips or in your butt, your legs, that's a little different. That's what I call curvy. But most of these women who are promoting this, it's in their uh, most dangerous area, mm -hmm. which is the visceral fat, and and you know that's your midsection. Mm -hmm. And I just personally don't think that no one wants belly fat. Hardly anyone. No, no, no. They don't. They don't. You're absolutely so right. So I think it's just a, a complete. It's so misleading. It's so misleading because to me, and forgive me if if I'm coming off sounding judgmental, I don't mean to be, but I, I have a, my agenda is strictly, we need more leaders in the arena of health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And if we have people pretending to like their body, to raise their self-esteem, to get people to like their pics or to get people to clap for you, you know, your agenda is false and it's misleading the people that may need your influence to get healthy and get better. Mm -hmm. I just don't encourage, you know, big is the new black or because what is your take on it? No, I agree a hundred percent. I was just thinking about, um, what Tiffany has sent us. Um, and I was going to try and look it up because it, it was basically remember or was it you? I don't think it was me. It was you that sent us a picture and um oh it was me i sent it to you guys yes 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 and i was just thinking oh yeah this whole hashtag fat positive mm -hmm. that you know um um lose hate not weight i thought that was completely insane i agree i think it's insane as well and it's not that we're telling people you need to look lose weight to look good we're telling people 
that literally excess visceral fat on your body is is a health issue. Is like obesity is a disease. Like stop acting like you not trying to defend a disease. Yeah, but I understand, and I partially blame these these doctors. <laughs> I gotta control my mouth. <laughs> I, I partially blame these doctors for giving people a clean bill of health because they're not sick yet. No doubt. What because I say all the time, Jay. The absence of disease is not the presence of health. It Period. does not make you. Period. I don't care if you're not on one pill. I don't care that you haven't had a diagnosis. That doesn't mean you're healthy. What do you do every day quite intentionally to be healthy? Mm-hmm. Not having a diagnosis just means you're in a waiting room. Yeah. It's definitely your body is like a credit card just swiping, swiping, swiping. You're going to have to pay for it. For the the bill's gonna done. come. The bill is going to come. You can't just eat what and you want. And even if the then... bill is not going to come in the way that you think, it may come from your back hurting, your knees hurting. It may you come know? from you never get a diagnosis, but I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you don't meet the weight requirement for you to give your daughter a kidney. Just like my client. To have the surgery. That, you that, don't have a diagnosis was, yourself, but you can't save somebody close to you because... That was a real situation. You didn't make... You know... We're not going to even test you, ma'am. We can't. You don't qualify. We can physically look at you and tell you. You don't qualify. Was it her son? Daughter. Her daughter. Her Couldn't save her own daughter's life because of excess weight on her body. Yes. So let's stop it. You know, like, I just don't. I, it just really. It, number one, who's all impacted because you're not thriving? Because you cannot tell me, number one. You cannot tell me. With an extra 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds on your body, even though you may not have a diagnosis and might not be on one medication that you're thriving. It's just, you can't tell me that your knees, your your shoulders, your your elbows, your, your stomach, carrying all that weight on your joints. You cannot tell me that you're thriving. So then the question becomes, who is suffering because you're not thriving? Mm-hmm. Right? Who is suffering because you are you you physically tire quicker than you're supposed to based on your age and things. So now you you can't do things with your kids or your nieces and nephews or your or even your grandkids like you want to. You can't do things with your friends or your spouse like you want to. You can't travel like you want to. You can't go to events and shows like you want to. You can't show up in your business or in your career like you want to. Maybe you're ashamed of you know, taking a stand or being in the front or in the forefront because you you have you do have some body shame that you don't want to admit, or maybe you're getting passed over for things, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't represent what you know somebody else believes the industry should look like. Now, now with that, that can be a whole nother argument. So, what starts your own? But my point is, who's suffering? Is it your own bottom line in your bank account? Is it your family? Is it me? What gift do you have to offer that I'm not getting? Because you can't show up the way you need to in the world. And also, I just have a real thing about always trying to project this image if you really believe in it. Usually, if people like their bodies or if they like the size they are or if they like their job or if they like they love their spouse, they don't really do a whole lot of, you know... Showboating. Show or yeah. trying to prove it, right? Okay, and I feel that's just false advertisement to me. Mm-hmm. Trying to get people to buy into this thing, and for what? 
And for what? Mm -hmm. If you really, really embrace your curves and you really, really like your body and you really think that that being overweight is it and you completely 100% satisfied with it and don't have any issues. Yeah. Why do we have to constantly see these different images in our timeline of you trying to get validation? I don't get it. Are we slowly... But surely injecting this image, slow dripping these thoughts so that it becomes real. You know, I don't know. And I, 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 I agree. Some of it is that I agree a thousand percent. It's just people basically trying to um, enroll us into the ideology while at the same time they're trying to convince themselves. No doubt. But I don't know that that's all of it. I think sometimes we really are just really proud of something and just want to show it off or, you know, express. So I'm not going to say a hundred percent that it's always that because, you know, when you, when you do really love your husband, sometimes you do talk about it. Sometimes you do whatever it is. If you do really love your job and everything, sometimes you do really, you know, yeah, for a small, small, small percentage, small percentage. <laughs> I'm going okay. to say there's some exceptions. Yeah. To the rules yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I think sometimes you really are. It, it really is genuine. I do believe that. I'm not going to say it's always disingenuine, but, um, what we know for certain is that black women are expected to be big. You know, I had someone tell me just last week, you know, like least you don't know what, how big of a deal it was for you to be on Fox 2 talking about plant-based nutrition because when people think about health, they don't think about black women. That was her exact sentence, Mm -hmm. period. And I'm like, yo, when people think about health, they don't think about black women. Facts. That's sad. Yeah. We will never know. You're not the one who is going to represent the healthy brand for multiple reasons. This just occurred to me. Number one, because most of the people who do believe in it and do invest in their health don't look like you. So if we want to get the money of the people who already think like this, we need to show them people that look like them. So basically what you're saying is the vast majority is not us. And so in order to make money for this particular cause, you have to have a person that represents other people. Mm -hmm. What the majority of people look like that use this, whatever it is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, representation. Like, I need to talk to my audience. And business is called your avatar. What does our avatar look like? That that we trying to promote, you know, this new yoga class to, or this new workout app to, or this new exercise bike to. I remember when you first started out speaking. (laughs) It's just funny because we were just talking about how the person that's close to the person that's doing something gets so mad on their behalf. Yeah. Do you remember how angry I used to be when people wouldn't come? (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, we were both, it, it was so crazy to me because I fully see the value. Yeah. And and people would do silly things like a whole bunch of people register, not show. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Detroit Fit Mob. Yep. I'm uh, still bitter. We're not over? We're not past that? I'm definitely not past it. Oh, got some healing to do. I, th- I still think it's a great idea. A fitness flash mob? We're not doing this right now. Jay, I need a minute. I'm not giving it to you. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, people will register for these classes and not show up. You will offer all these different things as far as getting people for free. And they would never take advantage of it at first. And it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and what's even more crazy, it wasn't their fault. 
Nobody ever taught us that our health was important. Mm -hmm. And and it's very few people who who know it even now. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we do have those people in our community. We, we you know, I, I remember Miss Johnson. She used to always be walking or whatever, right? She used to always be walking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Miss Johnson did. <laughs> But I mean, there's usually, you know, one or two people you can pinpoint, yeah. or maybe it was your own mom, but I promise you that was, that's not the majority of oh, black not households, at all. Not at all. right? For again, a variety of reasons. I'm never trying to put all the blame on one reason. Everything is multifactorial, but you're right that health and exercise and eating a certain way, a lot of attention wouldn't, and I would veer to say, couldn't be paid attention to that, paid to that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now we have a culture that is mostly obese, period. Most of y'all are obese, over 70%, period, right? And including myself, right? I was once, I was 65 pounds heavier. Like I just, you know, I, I was once part of the whole. So, and now what we've done for that is we've decided to make it okay, make it okay, put it on a pedestal and honor it, like honor. And, and so what, what happens? Every black woman in a TV show or on a movie or on a commercial is what? Overweight, right? That's how... They even have obese uh, mannequins and things now. Yeah. To make the, everyone feel inclusive. Everyone should feel inclusive just because you are a human being. That's just it. You should feel inclusive because you are a human being. But I, I'm kind of leery on the. I, the I don't, know. I don't push. even know where I stand with it. Because on one end, I'm like, I, I, I'm glad because, you know, I know some some people have told you in the past, like I didn't go to certain parties because the chairs wasn't wasn't big enough, or I didn't go to this thing because whatever reason that we never think of. So to include the, you know, someone who's overweight, you know, that could be, that's good. Yeah. It can be good. No doubt. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. On that one. Okay. So if, if, if we were to begin to give ways, okay. So there's somebody who may be listening, who is, you know, has subscribed to, Bought into the, you know, the thick is in, uh, you know, fat positive. Um, uh, if you're overweight, you're automatically curvy, all these things, right? And they, but they secretly, privately, really do want to lose weight. They secretly, privately, really do want to begin to um, feel their best. So what tips will we give them to do that? What tips will we say? Um, this is where you can start making some small changes to move into the direction you truly want to move in. Honesty with yourself. Honesty with yourself first. Um, I think with some, a lot of us are very dishonest with ourselves. Mm. The conversations that we have with ourselves are just not honest. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, admitting that you're not comfortable in the skin you're, you're in. Admitting that you want to change if you don't feel strong enough to do it and that you may need um, some additional help to yourself mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. um, and then finding out your areas that you're weak in. You know what I mean? Like I, I tell people all the time, find out what type of person you are. Like, are you a person that needs to be 
weaned off of something or are you a cold turkey type of person? Mm -hmm. Can you find the help and they tell you what to do or do you need hands-on coaching? Mm -hmm. um, do you have to go out? You know, some people have to go on fitness groups. Mm -hmm. Some people can watch a video. Like, try out what can motivate you and help you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You can, do you know how many times I tried? I mean, you remember Tiff and I used to go, um, Tiffany Harris, mm -hmm. and I used to go kickboxing. Mm -hmm. um, for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Fell off of that. Mm -hmm. um, my, my mom and I used to meet up at <laughs> LA Bally's mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. exercise together. She stayed committed. I fell off of that. Like, and I remember Nadia and her husband came over with us to our house and they were like, okay, what are we getting from store and stuff? And I was like, I'm not getting anything because I'm doing this and I'm not doing that anymore. And they like, sure, you said that before. Mm -hmm. Fell off of that. Mm -hmm. Until one day, I became extremely serious and extremely committed and I did it and I never looked back mm -hmm. so I realized the type of person that I am I have to cut it off 100 percent mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm not a wean myself off person and you may not be mm -hmm. you may be the type of person who has to wean yourself off and say okay this week I'm going to eat one salad for dinner Three days a week, and then I'm going to have this. I'm not ready to give up that. I'm only going to have one pop. I'm not. I don't drink a, a whole uh, liter anymore. Was it a liter? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to drink a liter. I might just drink 16 ounces, mm -hmm. and then you may be able to wean yourself down, or you may be a person that says, you know what, I'm done with pop. Mm -hmm. But find, you know, find your groove, find your rhythm, find out what works for you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. it, it makes a lot of sense. Know thyself, right? So that's step one. Um, what Jay is saying, you know, self-awareness, a lot of things that may have worked for others may not be your route and understand what's worked for others is not the only way to do it. No doubt. So um, know thyself and be honest with yourself about in what way you need to do something. Um, from a nutritional standpoint, the, the three things that I tell everyone to always start with, and this is just on a path of eating better, period. Mm -hmm not necessarily on a weight loss path. And if you haven't already, definitely go back and listen to our Chance Weight Loss Formula episode where I go over my um, uh, six-step six strategy. Uh, me and Jay came up with a six-step strategy to uh, weight loss. So it's called the Chance Weight Loss Formula. But number one, water. No doubt, water, 100%. Just start with your beverages. You're trying, too much, you're trying to do too much, which you say, Jay, going from zero to too much. <laughs> you don't even look at the plate yet are you drinking enough water every day now the target is half your body weight in ounces per day you might be so far off that mark that it feels overwhelming cut that down into half if that's too much cut that down into quarters but you have to master that water first and foremost next unprocess your diet you have to now here we're not even talking about exactly what you're eating whether or not you eat meat whether or not you're plant-based whether or not you're keto all that no unprocess your diet these are the universals that no matter what the quote-unquote experts say we all agree on water we all agree on getting rid of processed food and then we all agree on number three and what i like to tell people is sos master your addictions to salt oil and sugar right and so i challenge you to start there right so and, and figure out like Jay said, what type of person you are. Maybe you need to set up some type of reward system or consequence system. You are, if you're not going to put your money where your struggle is, meaning you're not going to invest 
in a coach or a class or a course, if you're not going to put your money where your struggle is and you're going to DIY this thing, then you need to coach yourself like a coach would. So you need to make sure that there's consequences in place. Don't just do what you've always done and try. And then when you fail, forgive yourself and start over. Like we talked about earlier, how much easier it becomes to let yourself down. No. What's the consequence if you don't meet this goal? Right. And not necessarily by the end of the month you done drunk x amount of water what's the consequence on monday if you don't Mm -hmm. do what you're supposed to do like let's micro this thing down so make sure you create a program for yourself if you're not going to invest in one um so from a nutritional standpoint that's what i suggest and then we know we got to get that movement in finally right um I'm, i'm so sick of people minimizing exercise jay i'm so sick it's 80 percent diet i hate exercising i hate sweating my hair I don't have time. It's too hard. It hurt. I'm embarrassed. Y'all gonna stop minimizing this exercise. <laughs> so what's about to happen? Uh, okay, Mama Smith in the building. Sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> Which I'm not gonna do. I'm, oh. <laughs> Which I'm not gonna do is ignore y'all needs. Okay. Uh, period. There's so many. I just in in my in my digital course Farm to Table. Plug. Um, in my digital course, I just added the 20 for the 2019 version. I added a whole module on exercise. Cause I'm like, people think, even though I'm like a nutrition junkie, I'm like, people don't think like they look at my body and I want to get like that. I'm like, well, you squatting, you lifting, you, what, you know what I mean? Like this, this ain't just nutrition, even though I'm sitting in front of you teaching nutrition, this mm-hmm. ain't just nutrition. Right. Right. And so there, what I, what I said in this course, I can name probably about five things off the top of my head that exercise does that food would never do. Mm-hmm. So you cannot minimize movement. Okay. So what about, do you believe in just movement? No, do I don't. Okay. Did I yell? You scared me a little bit. Okay. I'm sorry. Think you jumped? My bad. I did. Uh, yeah. You know I don't believe in no. Ju- what you mean? Repeat the question because I think it was so ignorant that anything. <laughs> Angry. Do you believe? <clears throat> I'm about to cough. Do you believe? <laughs> yeah, you you usually cough on dumb stuff. Go ahead. Do you believe in movement is good enough? I don't know if I worded like that the first time, but <laughs> right. If it sounds so ridiculous to you now, it don't sound ridiculous, fool. Some people just believe in, you know, I walk, I'm, I'm a nurse, you know, I walked around my job all day, and I can eat this burger and fries. Yeah, you're right. People do believe that, Jay. Actually, now that you mention it, um, people do really believe. I, I to the point what they say, like I, I worked out today, so I can't eat this. I worked Ooh. out, so I can't Man, eat this. I swear, these buttery crab no, legs and you loaded baked potatoes angers me. When someone does something out of the norm that they did not plan on doing, and when they get done, they say, that, whoo, that was my workout for the day. Like if there's like a fly or something, they chased it and they finally caught it after like 2.5 seconds. Woo! That was my work. No, it wasn't. It wasn't your workout for the day. It absolutely was not your workout. Oh, you mad, man. Oh, yeah, oh no. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's, a, that's a good one, though. That's that a good one. I think we, we need to have another uh, pet peeve episode. Remember we did that pet peeve episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those they they were so funny. I, and all I can remember was one of mine being YouTube videos with no sound. Yeah, and I didn't get it at first. I'm like, this sounds kind of cool. You like, if I want to look at the screen, you have to read time. along the whole yeah, time. Yeah, because sometimes I watch YouTube videos in a car, but I'm really just listening to the debate or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And I. 
done turned on YouTube videos before and I keep hearing just music. I'm like, when is it going to start? Look down. They seven minutes yeah, in. Maybe our next episode should be pet peeve episode. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh my God. We had so much fun. Man. I didn't even realize how many pet peeves I had. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. But yeah. I remember one of mine was when people are, we want to get with old friends and stuff or even new friends that you've known. I mean, you know, current friends that you've known for a long time and they want to talk about back in the day. Oh, yeah. I want to... You, you know don't want to reminisce? People love reminiscing. No, because I'm doing things currently. Like, I just climbed I a mountain it. like a week ago. <laughs> I got no talk about that. Right. <laughs> I went ziplining in a Superman fashion, like arms spread. Remember we did that? I didn't do that. I never you didn't do the Superman with my arms out? Me what? and Tiff must have just did that. On a fit trip? Yeah. How well, did I miss that? You you sat down this way. We went we went the Superman well, way. In Ohio? In the in the harness, yeah. Hmm. Two know. of us did the Superman way where they put us in the uh, zip line and you were face down. And you were face down with your arms out like super and legs out like Superman. So it was like you're flying. That was the coolest thing in the world. Deep. Yeah. yeah. Gotta do that, that again. You know what I was thinking about recently? The year we stayed here and we went to the jungle thing in Bloomfield. That was hard. That was so difficult. I remember Black Diamond being the hardest. That and we was kept so trying hard. To... And you know what made us choose Black Diamond? Look, I said my pet peeve. But this is recent. This was just last summer. Shut up. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the pettiness of it all. Right. I just instantly said shut up right? as a knee-jerk reaction. But um, no, is that we were debating because the Black Diamond course was extremely hard. They warn you. They warn you. They warn you. So we was going to go to the one underneath that. Right. But the line was too long. It was like three people waiting. We was like, we ain't, no, let's just do the black. Do you remember? It was like, no, we let's. So our patience forced us into greatness. God wants us to, to our not. Our impatience yeah. forced us into yeah. greatness. Yeah. Our impatience was like, yeah, you know what? We've been out here for a minute. Let's just go ahead and just, just you know, end this with this super difficult. Yeah. That black diamond, bro. That black diamond was tough. Yeah. So that was at the what? Uh, West Bloomfield work. I can't remember. It's not even on the tip of my tongue. I have no idea. It was in West Bloomfield, but it was basically obstacle obstacle course. courses, and anyone can do them. They have they have it at a level of like kids were on there from like yeah seven yeah walking tight ropes. You can't yeah. have a fear of heights though. You cannot have a you fear can. of heights. No, but you know it's very very fun if you uh, don't have a fear of heights. And it's you know, and the levels go higher, 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 yes. higher. Yeah. Yep. You got easy, and then it goes all the way up to black diamond. So ridiculous. Yep. Easy to ridiculous. That was really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. And I was really proud of us because we was the only melanin out there on that black diamond, if I recall. We were for sure. Yeah. And then at the end of the course, you actually pretty much bungee jump off of this like that's right, hundred foot thing. It's yep. it so crazy. Yep. Man, this man, this is so interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I was recently uh, thinking about how our health has allowed, afforded us opportunities that we wouldn't have had. Mm. You know, like um, that climbing the sand dunes in the in the on our trip. Can we go back climbing tomorrow? the mountains? What you got up tomorrow? Can we just shoot up to try? Why are you extra? Zero Jack. to too much. That's, that's, what, that's your name. Jack. That's your new nickname. You zero to too much. <laughs> We're going to go from just chilling to climbing. Look, what was it? Was it even a three-hour drive? I'm just saying. That was so fun. Four. Remember the... Uh, three, four. Who counting? But remember the view? <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. Promise me just the first temperature spike. 
that we just gonna take a drive up there. I'm not probably girl, you know you'll hold me to the problem. I'll wake up in the middle of my sleep with you peering over me. It's the first temperature spike and you spit. <laughs> I follow for that. I packed our lunches. Uh-uh. I have chickpea nah, tuna and no. fruit. Let's go climb the sand right. dunes. You said no. I'm not doing it. I'm That's sorry. That's not fair. Uh-uh. I learned. Can't tell you nothing. You're the only person I know who can make such a great quality of sticking to what they say sound horrible. <laughs> well, I don't care what you say. I, I, I ain't falling for it. Moving on. Anyway. So those are our tips. <laughs> Those are our tips. Anything else you want to say about like the whole? No, um, nope. I mean, again, like you said, not to be judgy and not trying to, you know, really put a bad name on the curvy movement. But I just want to make it clear that obesity is a disease and we got to do better. And I just want to make clear that loving your body while working on your body is a thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. No, nobody expects you to be shamed in a minute. I just want to know what you're doing every day to be intentional about your health. What you're doing every single day to extend your life past the life expectancy that this country has put on us. That's all I want to know. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I want to know. I, I, I'm not impressed, you know, with the fact that you're so proud of your body and that you're disease free. I want to know, okay, that's great, but how are you going to make sure you're here to pour your gift into the community? How are you going to make sure you're here um, to be around for your family? How are you going to make sure you're here um, to perpetuate the things that we want to perpetuate and not giving them more ammo against us? Because, you know, you know, they kill us on their own, just like going to their doctors, going to their hospitals, you know, getting pulled over by their cops. Like they, there's so many ways to perish. Why would you contribute to that list with your fork? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. So um, I'm, I'm with your job. I'm with you. You know, your job was ridiculous for trying to um, celebrate Black History Month with soul food um, and just the ignorance that comes with it. But again, once you get enlightened about something, like when somebody hip you to something, don't just be like, ah, but be cool about it. You know, like really be that person. Like if you're, if you're in that situation and somebody brings to your attention something that's ridiculous, um, that's making us look bad, be that person that's willing to stand for something. Yeah, because I definitely... That hurt. Like, you... And she still, after you told her, was like, yeah, yeah, but sit down. But sit down. Yeah, that ain't... That's not cool. And everybody agreed. Yeah. Not even at the... uh, Collectively, at the same time, like, different... Different people was like, don't even... Don't... Just don't worry about it. Yeah. And, and, we about to eat good and yeah, and that's and that's what trumps everything. You're not gonna take this meal from me. Mm-mm. Don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin this for me with your craziness. I'm already crazy. Right? Oh, yeah. they already think you're crazy and just extreme, yeah. extreme, yeah. But and uh, radical and whatever names we like to give to people that stand for something. But you know, um, what you think about the whole Gucci situation with the sweater with the blackface? Another highly, highly insensitive. And just, now that's what's radical, radically insensitive. There is no person that filters this mess. There's no, you, y'all, y'all are a multi-million dollar company. There, there, at no point mm-hmm. did any of, any of you stop to think this could appear this way. But Jay, they did. How, is that an option too? That they knew? That's like... Yeah. So we're talking about the Gucci black. Yeah. I can whisper. I can be outraged and whisper. You cannot whisper. The people need to hear what you're saying. Inaudible whispering. That's an ASMR thing if you're into that. (laughs) 
So can you, when you listen to Inaudible Whispers, can you really not make out what they're saying? Or you just have to 99% of the time I can't. That'll drive you absolutely mad? No. Not being able to know what you're hearing? No. It... So it's a, <laughs> so we're not even sure if they're saying words? They are saying How words. How you know if you can't Because I believe and trust in them. I love it. You just make me so happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The innocence. Okay. So... Okay, like you said, quick recap. So Gucci released this eight hundred and fifty, eight hundred and like almost nine hundred dollars sweater, black sweater that you pull up over the bottom half of your face, and the area around the lips is red and huge big lips and huge big lips, uh, red and and it looks like the black face that we've seen on so many caricatures yeah. of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say in the past, but no, no. Just so many that we've seen, period. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there was a huge backlash, of course, among our community. And they've released this, you know, fake fake A apology and, um, you know, said all the things, right? Are sensitive. We're sensitive and we respect culture and we're, you know, we don't perpetuate these ideologies and blah, 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 blah. Now, it turns out that about, I think, two or three other companies have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they had those things. Right. Prada, um, uh, one, two more. And and they've released care, either um, accessories or clothing items that have blackface on them. Now, for you to say, is there nobody, is there, nobody there who um, can catch this? So you saying it all didn't fly under the radar. Some no. people looked dead at it and it was like, yeah, yeah. no, but yeah. I like it. Absolutely, Jay. To assume that it's just a whole bunch of ignorant people who just didn't know mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Period. That's, yeah, yeah. Even I, at the disadvantage to your company? Who says it's a disadvantage? It might even be a social experiment. No, you know, I, I'm just saying like at, at us assuming that everything is always so insensitive. It wasn't insensitive. Maybe it was or unintentional. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing a fool, you know, and then we, um, cause you were discussing it back and forth with somebody and what did they say? You're, um, you didn't know the intent behind it. So mm-hmm. why are you getting so angry? Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to be clear about that. Like, that's the exact reason we're angry. Cause we didn't know the intent behind it. And I just think that's, you know, that's along the same line. Well, not the same lines, but, you know, if someone left a baby or a child in a very hot car and, and, they, and something happens to them and they say, you didn't know the intent behind them. There are just certain things that you should just know better off the top. Mm. You should just know better. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. The intent. Now, how about the... Why would you defend a company's intent? Our people are so quick to try to gain attention by saying an opposing view to me just to start a conversation and a dialogue without realizing the impact it has. Mm -hmm. It's not okay for them to treat us like that. And we need to stand together. Yeah. Yeah. And just introducing that argument in the first place Mm -hmm. is problematic is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's no unity and they see this. Yeah. 
Close. Jay, I promise you, if you don't get out of my face, get what? It. <laughs> Why we can't never have a serious discussion without you acting like a goofball? <laughs> All I tried to do, never mind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's wrap up this podcast because I'm done with you for the day. We, we can't never just have a civilized oh, episode. <laughs> anyway, it's Black History Month, y'all. Welcome to February. Um, this whole Gucci and these premium brands was a great way to um, to escort in Black History Month. Just, you know, kindly being reminded of the respect that we lack in this country. You know, the regard that we lack in this country. And again, I mean, hey, I think I'm going to say it on every episode now. Consumption. We're used for consumption. We'll take your money from you. Yeah, buy, wear our clothes, wear our shoes, wear our belts, wear our hats. You know, we'll, we'll consume all the resources that you work so hard for. But give you the respect? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Don't come looking for that. Mm. Absolutely not. But we'll consume. That's where we draw the line. Yeah, and don't uh, think we're about to feed your family by employing any of you. Oh, come on now. What T.I. Mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. not only am I boycotting your brand until you do what? Employ some black designers. Period. Period. Will you ever see my dollar again? Never. So, and even yeah. then, yeah. even then, I need to assess this black design- designer. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some of y'all mm-hmm. sell out the whole culture mm-hmm. for a piece of the action. How about we make the lips bigger on the black sweater? Right. Like, that ain't big enough. That ain't the red I would use. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. And I'm just agreeing. I mean, they're going to put some natural hair in there. What, what, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But. That'd be sexy. I'm wow. just saying. Like some Gucci representing us? Wow, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, yeah, because cause then what will happen is if, you know, we're not properly represented or just because we have the representation, there will be a whole slew of people saying, well, at least it's one of us. Why you? What more do you want? Right. Right? So we it, it'll... It'll always be backlash because we've heard yeah, that. Yeah, up the ante more. Yeah, up the ante more, right? Like they gave us an inch. Why are you trying to take a mile? I don't know, Jay. But that's what that will be the argument. Possibly. So I'm just saying, um, when we buy black, we do we do better, right? Because what they said, a black dollar circulates a couple minutes in the community. Mm-hmm. Okay. This has been another episode of the Black Health Academy podcast. Yeah. Is this airing? Yeah, this is going to air before the uh, Valentine's Day, right? Let me look at the calendar. What's happening on Valentine's Day? I just want everybody to spend their money in the black community. Restaurants, bars, um, who you buy foods to raise, who you buy your candy from, whatever you do. Whatever you do on that day, mm-hmm. just spend it. It's Black History Month. Spend it with your people. Go to Detroit Vegan Soul if you're in Detroit. If you, um, you know, there's plenty. You can. There's a list of black businesses that you can go to. But on this day where people are spending so many dollars, spend it on, spend it on us. Spend it with us. Yes. Uh, give um Susa raise a proper commercial. Okay, guys, so if you are in the Detroit metropolitan area on Valentine's Day, February 14th, we will be at Spud Heads in Detroit, located on McNichols. Let me get the exact address. We'll, we will be selling berries, little uh, gift bags, 
little, you know, anything from $5 and up. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. Anything that you have in mind, um, price range, will be able to work with you. Um, we, we're black owned and we're, we will be in a black owned restaurant. So that's like a double. You can check out their menu too, but let me, um, get the address one second. because, uh, um, you guys sold out last year, didn't you? Oh my, when I say, yes, we sold out. And that's when I realized <laughs> Valentine's day is a real thing. Mm -hmm. A lot, thousands of dollars. I'm talking about, it was crazy. People start calling us from like seven o'clock in the morning to like 10 o'clock at night. Yep. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Oh man, it won't come up on the page. Hmm. So it's called Sousa Rays. And how do they reach out to you to place orders or? That's just what we'll be. We'll be at, uh, but we're not, last year we uh, delivered. Okay. We were delivering, but this year it was, we were in such high demand. That we couldn't, we didn't, we couldn't handle all the deliveries and, and different things. So we're just going to be at one location. Okay. At Spudheads in Detroit on McNichols. And I'm sorry, I don't have the address of Spudheads because of the Wi-Fi connection. You have it? Is this more than one location? So the oh, one on, on McNichols. McNichols. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. Jay, you're supposed to notice. 16400 West McNichols. 16400 West McNichols. Anybody actually? Thank you. So 16400 West McNichols, you'll be there on Valentine's Day only. Not like Valentine's the day before. Valentine's Day only. No. Okay. Starting before. at what time? We'll be there from 11, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock to about 10 o'clock at night. Okay. From about 10 to 10. So usually this episode would not have aired before um, Valentine's Day, but we will make sure it does. So we'll uh, post this episode on uh, Wednesday the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, which is just in three days. Cool. Yeah. So um, there you go, guys. Make sure, like Jay said, phenomenal idea, Black History Month, even if it wasn't, um, celebrate this holiday with by pouring back into your community. Um, and don't just spread the love to your mate, you know, but spread it to your community as well. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Black um, Health Academy podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and hop online, go to theblackhealthacademy.com and join the community for 100% free. The platinum membership is at no cost. The black tier membership is $39 a month. And with the black tier membership, you're able to not only sell products and services inside the academy, but to also teach a masterclass inside the academy. And you're also eligible for monthly one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that's the black, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the blackhealthacademy.com. And remember, if you have any feedback, drop us a line on whatever um, app you're using to listen to this podcast. If you want to leave us a review, please, we would be happy to have it. If you want to uh, us to expound on some subject matter that we might have talked about before, please, we'll be happy to hear it. We would love to help in any way that we can. Um, Jay, you want to hit this pledge? Course, but of course. <laughs> so the Black Health Academy pledge um, is what we read at the end of every podcast, and it's basically a pledge to ensure that we are taking our health as serious as we can. So we encourage you to read the pledge with us. If you're inside of the academy, we encourage you to take the pledge yourself, and it's just basically a way to honor your health, your body, and your mind and your spirit. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. <laughs> I, the Black Health Academy, <laughs> pledge to honor my mind and body. Take your mic off. With nourishment, get out of here. Movement and oh, intentional wait, mindfulness. Open. No. Hey, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> this podcast getting more and more ridiculous every week. I promise Don't you. Start. Don't say another word until you swallow. <laughs> I promise you. Unbelievable. Take your mic off. I'm not joking. I'm ready. Unbelievable. The people don't take us serious. They're not taking us serious. I, I, the the Black Black Health Health Academy, Academy, pledge to honor my mind and body with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, guys. Take care. Peace.